Hello again. Now, as the new month arrives, the spring officially here, I believe, on the 20th of March this year, the world has changed in so many ways it's hard to quite comprehend. It makes me realise, once again, we can't take a rules-based world for granted, as if we ever really needed that pointing out. It makes me realise, too, that confirmation bias remains a basic human characteristic. As the conflict waging Ukraine fills our news outlets, the Western and Russian media, having, for example, diametrically opposed views and opposite views, officially anyway. And as was said of the Nazi era, the population has to either believe it or go along with it for the process to make it work. And so locally, the patients on the surgeries are suddenly starting to peel off their masks, once in the consulting room. Some instantly, others ask for permission. It's understandable as Covid is on the retreat. Well, it isn't really. It's endemic now. Daily, patients report infections. <laughs> but obviously at a lower rate, as one would expect as spring approaches. Likewise, all the winter-based viral infections in children would in a normal year be on the retreat too. Classically, the new arrivals in school, preschool, nurseries in September, within a few weeks, collecting all sorts of things in the airways... <laughs> Some from being constantly snotty and seemingly constantly have a cold or cough throughout the winter, others not so much. And only during the spring, after December, February, maybe, maybe into March, will they start to reduce in frequency as repeated infections bring immunity, of course. This year it's just not like that. As COVID restrictions have pushed back, all this usual bug activity much further back on their calendar. So yes, this spring is different. Surgeries are dealing with lots of hot infants and preschoolers, still as men's is. As I keep reading <laughs> the mantra of how things health-wise have changed for so many island folks post-pandemic. It's true. Be it weight gain, blood pressure control, exercise lack or ramifications of that, back pain, muscle pain, muscle loss, flexibility loss sort of fitness loss massively for so many. Alcohol intake, social interaction, family disharmony, loneliness, depression, anxiety, the list is long and often quite subtle. And then the hospital waiting times. Any waiting times in particular are common mention. Don't forget though, in the olden days, a few years ago, <laughs> you might stop up any, be screened, if not sure, and expect to be admitted for all kinds of tests, either overnight or for a few days. Not so much now, of course. So much more is done as a one-stop shop in the department. You can have lots of tests, be they x-rays, CT, MRI scans, blood or similar, and then be discharged home that same day or within 24 hours. This all takes time, doctor and nurse and technician hours as well. There are only so many medics on shift, so many tests you can do. Hmm... Oh, oh, so many sort of bays you can fill with patients, be they seated or lying. Triage is key, whether it's life-threatening or serious or complex, moving down the scale to that person sitting in the waiting room with a sore finger or a cat scratch. To them, it needs looking at, of course it does, but often there is a wait. There just is. It's obvious. But it sits there in the annals of casualty tales, of course it does. The same applies to GP surgery waiting time. Suddenly the pressure of request is there. And we're all beavering away, we really are. That's just the up-to-date status then. 
It's all very fluid, unsettling by the air across the water. And yes, thank you if you have managed to donate anything to the various online appeals and hubs for everything from nappies to clothes and the like, for those who are clearly in a very difficult place as I speak. Till next week. Cheerio. <laughs>